0: What's up, nerds? Welcome to Pirate Radio, the Enterprise IT Podcast. Today's guest is Spectralogic CEO and founder, Nathan Thompson. Nathan founded Spectralogic in his apartment in 1979 while attending CU Boulder's College of Engineering as an undergraduate. Nathan is going to discuss with us long-term survival in the Enterprise IT industry and his 42 years of being an Enterprise IT Pirate. Nathan Thompson, welcome to One Technologies Pirate Radio.
1: Thank you, Matt. Good to be so, here.
0: So, yeah, I wanted to start off with my favorite uh, customer service story of all time. Um, it wasn't told to me by anyone at Logic. It was told to me by a customer, um, and it has to do with uh, with you hand-delivering some equipment. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> was there a... Uh, airplane involved perhaps there was there was <laughs> i heard
0: that and it was like the most wowed uh uh story i'd ever heard around customer service and um you know it was it was inspiring and made uh, made made uh, me want to make one tech uh, better and get that into our dna as
1: well well uh that i know who that customer is and they're a very special and important customer and uh I I would do it in, uh, in any way I could get there if I needed to.
0: That's awesome, and it, it, it's it's neat that you have that in your DNA. And you know, we work with a lot of folks on your team. Um, you know, our our theme today is long term survival in the enterprise IT industry, and I'm sure that kind of customer service plays a big role for you guys.
1: It it absolutely does, and uh, it it really is. We just did uh, our, our kickoff, our annual, or really it's almost a state of the union presentation. And at the end, I talk about our credo items, and that's the first credo item. And we go over it and make sure everybody knows it. We recognize it. We reward it. We um, point out uh, where we've done well. We analyze where we haven't done well, and and it, it's one of the reasons we're we're in business that's that's fantastic the
0: uh i i've tried to i've tried to copy that story but uh it's less impressive in in an f-150 than (laughs) than in a plane (laughs) but uh yeah who knows maybe maybe someday i'll uh i'll get the nerve uh and and lose my my fear of heights and uh and, and just to get uh just to get that on our resume
1: too well, uh, it, it's a it's a great uh, asset to have is yep. that, that ability for sure. So, uh, with that, I'm going to uh,
0: kick off with some questions here. You bet. So, uh, you founded Western Automation, uh, which later became spectra- Spectrologic, while a student at CU Boulder roughly 42 years ago. Since then, you've uh, weathered dozens. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, that's correct. Perfect. Since then, you've weathered dozens of technology industry trends up and down economies, knowing that few of your industry peers have fared as well, what is the secret to long-term survival in the enterprise technology industry?
1: Well, it, thank you for the question. Um, I think the startup phase was uh, I didn't know any better. And <laughs> it, had, had, I, uh, had I failed, I would have been the first person in two or three generations by the three generations in my entire family that didn't go to college. And so it was it was nip and tuck. And uh, you know, it just really came down to always working on the next thing uh, in the technology business. I worked for four companies when I was in high school. All of them uh, went under or eventually went under and and the reason was, uh, things were good. They assumed it would stay that way. And, uh, they, they didn't, uh, reinvest in, in, uh, future technologies or other things that would benefit their, their customers. And so there's a book, uh, Andy Grove, uh, now passed away, but he was, uh, one of the three Intel founders, uh, called only the paranoid survive. And, uh, I, I think that's that's really key, you know. R and D, taking care of your customers. Uh, you know, I've learned not to make enemies. Sometimes you have to befriend them. Uh, build a big cash balance because sometimes it takes a lot longer to make a transition, and, and uh, always keep pushing forward. I i quoted the
0: uh, uh, state the paranoid survive, uh, not knowing where I stole it from but it sounds like I stole it from him. So that's, uh, uh, that I'm, I'm adding it to my Amazon
1: list right now to, uh, <laughs> to, to read that book. Um, it's actually, yeah, it's, a uh, it's high output management is his book. So, uh, but, but that's one of the quotes, uh, maybe nice. not out of the book, but out of the person. Nice. Nice. A, uh, a, a good one for sure. Uh, and you
0: started when you were 19 years old and a student at CU um I look back at uh myself when I was 19 I would have been wildly ill-prepared for uh you know to, to start a business um you you say you just didn't know any better that's uh that's probably the best advice you can give a 19 year old right just don't know any
1: better yeah and just just do whatever it takes uh Uh, either do whatever it takes to stay in school or do whatever it takes to succeed in a job or maybe do whatever it takes to get the date with a girl that you like, Uh, whatever. (laughs) Just (laughs) keep, (laughs) keep moving the ball down the field. That's right. It may, it may uh, feel like you're only going forward a millimeter a a week, but, but eventually that, that accumulates. For for sure. For sure. Um, Next question.
0: Um, solving problems and being uh, innovative can be hard to do once, but to survive in the industry for 40 years, you have to be able to adapt and adapt constantly. What are the biggest IT challenges that spe- the Spectrologic team is working to solve over the next two to five years that will allow you to continue to adapt? Certainly.
1: Uh, probably the, the largest challenge uh, that we are, are looking to solve and address right now is ransomware. Um, the next one is hybrid cloud. Uh, then I would say long-term digital preservation or data preservation. And uh, we're kind of a portfolio company, uh, which is, I, I'm not the guy that that picks the one hot idea and bets the company on it, but rather I, I have a, at any time, a portfolio of products and opportunities, because it it always works out that the ones you think are going to be the real winners end up being dogs, and the the one you sort of kept funding and working on, even though everybody said, "Ah, why are you doing that? Well, that one ends up uh, pulling your company out and taking you to the the next tier. So uh, it's sort of, you know, a portfolio has stocks, bonds, real estate, uh, commodities, uh, uh, maybe hedge funds. And, uh, uh, so we, we diversify our bets a bit and that's because, uh, you know, it's really hard to make predictions, especially about the future. For sure. For sure. And
0: it it sounds like you guys are, uh, investing and betting on some, some sizable trends with, you know, hybrid cloud and, Uh, And you know ransomware security and security in general. Um, You know it. it, uh, You're 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 definitely uh, trying to trying to solve the big problems of the day.
1: Yep. Yeah. And we're still investing in in some of the uh, products that that have uh, really gotten us to this point. Um, Big tape libraries uh, and and, uh, also uh, ways of of uh, managing disk drives so it's not all it's not all the futuristic stuff but but some of the portfolio is invested in making our existing products better to to make make the lives uh and experiences of our customers and partners better and and your your um the technologies you guys are known for uh you know they're
0: still uh, widely adopted with with some of the largest and most forward-looking Industries and uh, and organizations the, you know the folks that are exploring space, splitting atoms, sequencing genomes, creating media content that we watch every day. Uh, if you had to choose a favorite industry uh, or customer that Spectre gets to work with, knowing that you're a uh, CU College of Engineering alum and and have um uh, strong nerd credibility uh, what which, which of those industries is is the favorite of yours
1: I I probably am partial to the big problems as my favorite um, predicting weather uh, simulating um, uh, large systems uh, that that probably is is the the area, um, but uh, not everybody is is you know has an exabyte of data and, and so there aren't that many of those to solve. So um, you know kind of our, our kick right now is uh, we really want to help uh, defeat ransomware and that that's affecting the world and in fact, uh, it, it may seem like it's a problem in the US but it's a far worse problem in India uh, and in developing countries and so we're we're uh, we're working hard on that and we're also working hard on on sort of the medium size storage problems the the 100 terabytes to to two or three petabyte um, size uh, uh, needs so so those are the areas. And so it, you know, you have to start with uh, with a need and, and then that uh, becomes the opportunity over time. But it's interesting. I didn't realize, you know, we're, we're,
0: you know, I, obviously I'm exposed to what our customers in the United States are doing. I didn't realize it was a, um, you know, folks were targeting India and, and um, you know, Uh, other, other geographies as as aggressively as they were here. That's, that's interesting to hear.
1: Uh, Yes. And it's, you know, for better or worse uh, it, it's probably a whole lot worse to, to be hit by a ransomware attack in, you know, in India or, or Brazil or Africa or, or um, you know, anywhere else. And and, uh, it's probably more frequent. Interesting. Um,
0: so, uh, protecting information has been your life's work. You know, you founded Spectralogic at age 19, um, so much so it's been your life work that you co-authored a book titled Society's Genome, Genetic Diversity's Role in Digital Preservation. The book is a call to all data users, creator and creators and preservationists, uh, to both heed the lessons of history and take inspiration from nature itself in addressing our unquenched thirst for information and civilization's need uh, to enduringly safeguard it. Where does your obsession with protecting data come from?
1: Well, uh, I would say I I sort of, I started in it when I was 14 years old and I had a job with a a small company, uh, which was one of the ones that didn't make it in Denver, that built uh, a floppy disk storage system, and and I I looked at sort of the field of computing, and I was I was just mesmerized by the storage part, and uh, you know along the way I've come to to realize just how much our society, really the entire world. Uh, depends on the continual innovation not of of a hundred companies or or a thousand companies but you know uh three billion innovations a week small and large that are made by people and there's a book i read uh, it was probably five or six years ago called The Rational Optimist. And it was written by uh, a guy by the name of Matt Ridley, and he's uh, he's British. And he looked at uh, kind of the world's problems and uh, he he pointed out there are some. But he also pointed out that if we look at, at uh Almost any factor uh, associated with with humanity, things have got uh, the number of people or percentage of the world's population that dies in wars has dropped. the The quality of the air and the quality of the water has improved. Uh, infant mortality has just steadily improved. Um, uh, quality of life standards of living uh medical treatment uh the access to health care uh has has improved a lot certainly there are always uh people who are on the edge uh that that maybe have less but at almost any way you slice it or look at it uh the quality of of life for for nearly everybody in the world has gotten better and what what has allowed this is just the continued uh improvement of knowledge and and to improve knowledge you have to store knowledge and uh so to me it all comes around to data storage uh it may be you know how to how to Dig a, a better well in Africa, or it may be how to uh, build a better semiconductor in, in Northern California. But it's it's all human innovation is based on sort of platforms of previous innovation and innovation previous to that, going back to you know uh, many thousands of years, and, and so Spectra's part. What the part of many of our resellers and partners is, um, is uh, effective preservation of that information. And that may be archiving, that may be backup, that may be uh, uh, primary storage, but that, that's our role. And, and uh, I think we do it well, but there's always room for more innovation in what we're doing.
0: Nate, if you were born two thousand years ago, you'd be writing on cave walls and then uh, trying to keep people away from 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 ruining it, right?
1: <laughs> uh, quite, uh, you know. I would hope two thousand years ago I had a papyrus or yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: My, I, I, excuse my ignorance around. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back a little further. Let's. But yeah. uh, Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I probably so. Probably yes. so. I probably had. Uh, fairly rudimentary thoughts because i i uh, probably wasn't educated or or could read or write but yeah the, the the way i i defended myself against the the uh raging tiger or or bear or whatever it was probably i would have recorded somehow Speaking of ignorance, I'm going to crop out the part
0: where I say 2000, uh, 2000 years. That's uh, That's gone. So just, okay. just No, just no, kidding. Okay. No we'll leave that in. We'll leave that in. Um, so uh, you've won a lot of business awards in your career, uh, but the one that stands out to me is uh, that August 1st uh, has been made Spectrologic Day in Colorado uh, by Governor Polis. Um, how does it feel to have Spectrologic Day?
1: Well, um, I I appreciate you saying that. It might have been just for that year. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) okay. So, so it's still pretty sizable. Yeah. uh, But it, it, uh, that was, uh, probably two years ago. and, And, um, I think we were, we're crossing our 40th anniversary or close to our 40th anniversary. So, uh, I was, I was very proud to receive that, and uh, I appreciate it. I, I don't believe it was through uh, 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 Governor Polis remembering me uh, from this, but uh, he was a Boulderite and um, he he was uh, associated with uh, Blue Mountain Arts. And there was a group and they're probably still playing poker, but I I was part of it. And, and uh, he was a much better poker player. And, uh, so I, I kind of got to know him, uh, through that along with a lot of other tech entrepreneurs in the area. And, uh, so it, 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 may have been because, uh, uh, he's from Boulder and, and, uh, we've been around for a long time and, uh, or it may have been, we just earned it. So whatever it was, I, well, I I'm thrilled to have it. Well,
0: Nate, uh, congratulations on the second anniversary of spectrologic day. Um, if in fact, it is not every year, but we'll check with, uh, we'll check with the governor on that one. We'll assume it's so we'll assume it's so. Hey, yeah, that's, uh, uh, to be interpreted by the uh, you know, by the reader. So I'm going to say it's every year, but uh, Nate, thank you for joining us. Um, we appreciate your time and, and looking forward to the next time.
1: Uh, Same here. Thank you. And and thanks to your team at One Technology. And we love partnering with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Nate.